So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley, still joined in the studio here by Anne, and a good friend, uh, Sabrina McKernan, who's joining us from Trilly in County Kerry. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Sabrina. Oh, thank you so much for this. Thank you. You're very good to join us. Now, just at the outset, I just want to just want to um, let people know that actually Sabrina is actually totally blind. So bearing in mind what she's going to share with us over the next 10 or 15 minutes or so, this lady has been contacting me via Skype and uh, text and email and all the rest of it. Um, bear that in mind, especially when we listen to the gospel later on. But anyway, let's go back again to Sabrina. Okay, Sabrina, um, tell me a little bit about your family background, brothers and sisters and that sort of stuff. Yeah, okay. I have two sisters and, yeah, mom and dad. Okay. <laughs> and me, yeah. I'm the youngest. <laughs> and, I mean, obviously, faith in the family would have been the usual, the same as the rest of us, maybe, brought up in a... Yeah, yeah. Um, my nan, in particular, huge faith, and I've, I've a lot... To thank for for my nan, God rest her soul. Yeah, and the faith definitely. Um, we used to go to. I always remember going to Holy Mass on the Sunday. My nan, my mom, and myself, and very very special times, you know. And it's very strong at the moment with me. So yeah. Thanks, be to God for that. Yeah. And yeah. You you do actually have some lovely memories, don't you? I mean, have you got one or two there that you might want to share with us there in in in, in regard to your to your nan or or or, or to. You know, times when you might have been struggling within your own faith, and maybe a nan said something, or just showed you. Yeah, she she always um, would 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 have guided, you know, prayer. I mean, even when her her own children were small, she would have had them saying the rosary, you know, every evening. And um, yeah, my nan was a very very strong woman. Um, but yeah, there there would have been certain times when because I was. I would have been quite sick, quite ill when I was growing up. Yes, and you mentioned that, yes. I think, yeah, did you say you and, had hoop and cough, did you? One yeah, I'd hoop and cough and I'd asthma oh. and I'd tried everything going. Oh. <laughs> and um, I know, but yeah. I would have turned I would have turned to Jesus like all the time and even, you know, the nuns would have spotted it in schools and, you know, you, you have, there's a relationship there, you have a relationship, you know. And at the time, it was like, oh, yeah, I don't know, but it didn't really, it kind of, I don't know, it didn't really register, whatever. But, um, yeah, it would have been, I would have been very close to God, and, and, you know, at different times during my life, kind of growing up. And we were in, I was in school for the blind anyway, so um, I suppose I would have been raised a lot by nuns and, and, and staff, childcare staff. Mm-hmm. And I used to love getting up in the mornings and the nun would call us early and to go to mass. And I, I, I actually loved that. It was a great feeling. Wasn't that so. a wonderful gift to have too, to be able to, to, to have that likeness within yourself to be able to attend Holy Mass and have that ability to be able to, within the school, with the nuns, been able yeah. to draw to Mass? Yeah, it was a beautiful experience. Lovely chapel, I remember. I always remember their, their chapel in the convent and, yeah, it was lovely. And I remember, um, you know, First Holy Communion and I remember Confirmation all growing up. And I know a lot of people actually don't, but I do. And I remember my first confession. And yeah, it's 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 amazing, like, you know, just to be able to look back and all that. And you you wrote to me and shared that when you were 13 years of age, Mm -hmm. you asked Jesus to help you out. What was that all about? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so um, it was Good Friday and the passion of Christ and it's been very, very special s- since with me. But yeah, I asked him to stop my asthma attacks because I was getting them every year and I was hospitalized and, you know, I'd be unconscious and stuff like that. So I was quite sick. And since then, they, they didn't return. 
I asked him on that Good Friday. That was a special grace. Yeah. Not yeah. everybody gets that grace. Thank God, yeah. But thanks yeah. be to God for that. But obviously your face through all that time, you wanted to go to Mass and so on and so forth. But I'd say Jesus then also, I mean, Jesus had something for you to do anyway, you know, I mean, as he does with all of us. And he, yeah, he, he knew, he knew his plan. He knew his plan. And he probably knew you had to get into a little bit of training. In in your case, it was, it was a little bit of training. There was no further suffering that you went through yourself, but, but that faith came through all the time. And then... Your nan, who was such an influence there on your faith. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then your nan died and you had a beautiful experience. Maybe you can share some of that. Yeah, so time. she died when I was 18 and I was there. I was I was sitting beside the bed and she passed and she died. And um, a beautiful experience, beautiful peace came over me. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Um, very special, you know. That time. Yeah. Now, at, at this particular time, had you left the school for the blind at this particular stage, or were you still I had, there? yeah, yeah. I was back. I was back home. Yeah, and I was. I had um, my teenage years weren't weren't the best. They weren't very happy. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I seem to have um, like a lot of us do. Unfortunately, I kind of turned my back on Jesus. I suppose really, I mm-hmm. wasn't very. Yeah, I wasn't very very good, very strong with him at all, and even even into my twenties as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately, but it's like it was like he was always there knocking, you know, like, I'm here, I'm here, you know, because <laughs> there's little times like when I, yeah, I have little experiences, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, particularly, say, going along with different guide dogs in my life, um, I would have always kind of turned to Jesus as well and to keep us safe and things like that. So he was always there. <laughs> always there. And then um, as you moved into your 40s then? Mm-hmm. You spoke to Jesus, yeah. Yeah, it was a very, very strange experience. So what happened was, which which often does happen in in people's lives, um, you know, there's kind of maybe a tragedy or something, um, and you will have your, I suppose, real conversion. Um, so I, my 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 mom, um, <clears throat> had cancer. My sister had cancer as well, and an uncle of mine died. And then I lost my guide dog, my previous guide dog's oh, cancer dear. as well. So <laughs> there was a whole range of things going on. And something, I'm not quite sure how to explain it. You know, when you say mm. there's a gentle presence around you or the Holy Spirit is in a gentle breeze. Um, yes. And it was a quite, quite a strong experience as well, you know, and it was my niece's confirmation. And it was like something was, was there and around me, filling me with love and strength and holiness you know mm-hmm. um, and that really has taken on it oh my goodness I've just gone from strength to strength with the faith all the time yeah and so obviously that that was Jesus again working in you and working through the Holy Spirit um, with all those yeah. experiences you had tough times and uh, many of us would have kind of given out to God about it you know I said listen what, what's this all about and, and me yeah I'm, I'm a yeah. Good, I'm yeah, good... no, I was. I've never been that way. Thank God. I've mm. always, um, you know, kind of asking what to do, and you know, I, you know, and and deep prayer, you know, and I'd have a few little prayers that I would always say, and you mm. know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And and I mean, obviously, throughout this time, then you probably would have had somebody to accompany you anyway. I mean, you know, from a spiritual point of view, or. Would it have been just that you would you just making sure they were keeping in touch with the faith, uh, maybe from your from your from your parish point of view, uh, mm. with your own impairment? Then were you able to get in touch, maybe through websites to hear things, to to hear 
Um, then, then no, I wasn't at all. No, I only had mass, and I was cantor in the local church as well, which is another t- fantastic ministry that I do thank God. So that's all that I had up until then. Um, and then something, I'm not sure how it happened, how it came about, but um, I found Radio Maria Ireland, um, digitally on on I think it was their app or it was on the TuneIn online, and yeah, it's just been an amazing experience ever since. So tell me, tell me how how you become involved with Radio. Maria. I mean, what sort of work you do and how you help them out? Yeah, Maria. so um, it was Easter week, and I'm actually a year with them now. I was volunteering. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very good. And I came on. I always remember it was Easter Thursday, and I went on and I I um I contributed with the the Holy Rosary. Mm-hmm. And up until then, rosary the rosary would never have been very strong in my life. Like I would have associated um, mainly, unfortunately, as a lot of people do, being honest about it, um, with death. You yeah. know, somebody mm. dying. Mm. And um, you know, and it's it's a shame. And I just see the power in it now since. And even Our Lady, you know, our, our mother, I would never really have spoken to her even e- either. You know, um, so I've completely turned my life around. And, and 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 since you become involved with uh, Radio yeah. Maria, maybe that's for the last year. Then obviously you've yeah. become a bit more involved too than just um, just joining in saying the rosary. Yeah, I um I also do a bit of evangelising work. I guess it's um I've <laughs> Thursday night or sorry Thursday day, pardon me, okay. afternoon slot. Um, I was doing a lot about the saints, and now I do. It's like a reflection, more topical. Um, half an hour kind of a slot which I find really I love it you know and those sort of topics can be range um, it's all faith faith orientated oh yes all faith related so you know I could do maybe um, I don't know discerning God's will for you maybe one week or you know different different things like that so it's only kind of began really last week so I'm just kind of getting into that now but um, I, I would have always kind of drifted into it um, when I was doing the hourly programme for the saints because I would have always started with a saint, but I would have always ended up with either talking about a book that I've been reading, spiritual, yeah, spiritual reading and stuff like that. So, yeah. And you just mentioned there that you you were actually presenting an hours programme on the saints at one particular stage. Yeah, it was very, it now, was very tough. <laughs> for somebody who's visually impaired, you know, yeah. uh, to be able to yeah. present a programme on the saints. That exactly. would, I mean, for most of us, that'd be pretty hard. <laughs> How do you get around to find out, you know, how do you find, you know, the resources that you need to be able Mm. to do that? Well, I tell you, I've got into so much now. I've got into so much um, Catholic radio, um, EWTN, all the different places, Uh, uh, even, you know, um, oh, it's just amazing. And then you'd have your websites as well then that, you know, Catholic online and, 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 you know, different, different things like that. So. Um, there's lovely apps as well. I mean, thank God for the apps on the iPhone that you can get, like all the different faith-based apps, you know. Um, yeah, Bible as well. I mean, gosh, I would have never like seen a full Bible even in Braille or anything. And now to have it in audio form is just absolutely incredible. You know, people take it for granted, you know. And I think that's it. You know, you've just said that people take it so much for granted. But when yeah. you, But when you don't have it, Mm-hmm. And when you've got to go looking for a little bit for it and do a little bit of work for it, then you appreciate it. You oh, know? absolutely. And, and so for somebody like yourself to be able to, to access, and we, and we thank God for, for, for the technology that he's given us, to enable people like yourself 
or the rest of us, you know, uh, and anybody else out there, to be able to access all these resources that bring the good news. And you mentioned that evangelization. Mm-hmm. There's some people. Some people might be thinking, "What are you talking about, evangelization? What, what would? How would you describe evangelization?" Well, it's. I. I just find it's just. Um, I'm living my faith as best mm. I can, mm. you know, and gently as as I can. And people have said it to me, you know. They said, "Sabrina, you don't, you don't shove it down your, my throat, and you don't judge me." And I mm-hmm. said, "No, mm. you know, no." And I think that I think that's a lovely word that you you use there. Gently, you live your yeah. faith gently. You know, in, yeah. in that some people maybe maybe want to take on the world. I think one of the expressions that I heard um, some time back was the Lord only expects us to sow the seeds. Exactly. Yeah. We're not expected mm-hmm. to do the reaping. The, no. The Lord will do the reaping. The, 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 the Holy <laughs> Spirit do that. But we we have to just do our little bit, which is set the seeds. Yeah. And you mentioned there about evangelization, and there's a lot of people out there. Who we, you know and I know uh, and uh, maybe within our families and within our own communities uh, and listen to this programme who are struggling to hold on to their faith these days because of what they hear out there in the media and, and the press and so on and so forth and within their own communities mm-hmm. what, uh, how would you go about trying to help these, you know, these guys who, who just well f- maybe they don't want to know first of all uh, and yeah yeah um... I think there's a desire in everyone. I do think there's a desire in everyone to want to seek God, to want to know God. I do think there is there is something there. And I think that's been given to us. Um, you know, and I was listening to a, a talk, actually, and I was a Monsignor in America, and he was saying that that it is given to every single person, Catholic, non-Catholic, whoever, whatever. But I think it's more, it's just along the lines of uh, nature, you know, reflecting um, quiet time yourself, you know, finding the love within you. That's all God. You know, that's all good. Yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. It's, it's just all around you in those kind of situations, you know. Just last weekend, um, uh, they, they called it Week Sunday was on when, mm-hmm. when a lot of people climbed, uh, climbed Crow Patrick. And um, one particular person who I spoke to actually after that, uh, a person who climbed Crow Patrick, wouldn't wouldn't call this particular person now would be the person who'd be going to first mass every day or, or, or maybe once a year, uh, but I, I connected up with what Archbishop Neary had said in his homily, and Archbishop Neary said in his homily, he said that everybody, whether they know it or not, wants to know God, yeah, or wants to get connected with God. And this mm-hmm. particular guy said to me, he said, you know, he said when I was climbing up the mountain, he almost said. You know, that I was praying for people. But what he said to me was, he said, I was thinking of people. I was thinking of people who just died, thinking of people who were struggling, people people who were sick. Mm. To me, that guy was praying. Exactly. And to me, yeah. that guy also was showing that he, with, even though he didn't know it, he wanted to get in contact with God. He did. That's exactly it. And, and that was even God working in him. And that was God. Work, that's right. That's yeah, right. And yeah. by him passing on that to other people, other people would, might just cop that on mm. and say, listen, you know, this guy, even though he doesn't know it. No. And that's where your evangelization thing comes in. You know? Yeah, absolutely. To, to meet yeah. these people where they are, because I think mm. there's some people within our own communities and people who we know in our own circles who would want to know God and would, would want to know the Lord a bit more, but maybe they're afraid of the phraseology and maybe the image that's being portrayed 
you know, over the years. Yeah. And, and if only, as somebody reminded me there recently, if only people knew a little bit more, as you mentioned early on about the love of God, about things like the prodigal son, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the, the, the father there. And Jesus is always looking out for us. No matter where we've come from, he meets us where we are. He does, yeah. Would you like mm-hmm. to would you like to say a small little bit about that in terms of maybe people you might have come across yourself or people out there who sometimes are afraid to go anywhere near the church or anywhere near thinking about the Bible or the Word of God because they're afraid they might get beaten up? Yeah, I think it's, if, unfortunately, it's a bit intimidating for them and they don't seem to kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's because... <laughs> Something when they don't see something, they don't know how to believe it, or yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think people are very uncomfortable as well with silence, you know. But it, you don't have to be silent, as in in a place where you know what I mean, where there's nothing Mm-mm. happening. Like, Mm-mm. um, as the priest once said here, you know, you can be in your car and just not have the radio on, yes, you know, and that's enough. That's so right, you go out for a walk. It allows yeah. God, as you said, yeah. or, or allows the Holy Spirit to get in touch with it. It does. It does. Definitely does. Yeah. Even yeah. even even sometimes we when we don't even need that, and I've often heard heard mm. people say, "Well, I'm I'm not really holy, you know, because I know I yeah. don't, I don't do seven seven I don't pray seven roses before my breakfast in the morning, so therefore, mm. you know, I'm not holy. That isn't the you point. You don't have to. No, you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. The <gasps> point is, wake up in the morning. I say, I think myself and you spoke about this the other day. Wake up, wake up in the morning and say, Lord, morning, Lord, here I am. Report for yeah. duty. What do you want me to do? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Because and it's 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 something that's coming from the heart, or if yeah. you're caring for a loved one, if you're whatever you're doing, that's prayer. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It's prayer. You know, and as uh, as it's Saint Therese of the Child Jesus, offer it up. Say, you know, I'm offering this up to you. I'm offering everything during the day, no matter mm. what it is. Yeah, and and you know there there was something that um people might people know uh, listeners would know that I go to lecture Divino every uh, every Monday night with a, a little bit of a plug here with Father Frank Duick in Newcastle West uh, Parish Centre. It's eight fifteen to nine fifteen every every Monday evening. It's a wonderful hour where we spend where Father Frank breaks up the Sunday Gospel for us, and he continually tells us and just reminds us about the love of God, and he says, you know. That's what we're asked to do. It's very easy. It's easier sometimes to, to, as I said, say seven roses before we have breakfast in the morning. It's not so easy sometimes to show love to someone who a little bit obnoxious to us or a challenge to us, you know, and that's what love's all about. It is. It's, it is. It's a really testing time. It's, but it's like, hold on, you know, this person has been made in the image and likeness of Jesus, as, of God as well, you know. Yeah. And we uh, just have to remember, yeah. And each of us, as you mentioned earlier, on, each each of us is given a gift. You, 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 Sabrina, you've been given your gifts. I've been given mine, and and, yeah. and here, and, and all the people out there listening, that's their treasure. That's what the Lord has given them to enjoy life. Uh, exactly. One of my one of my favorite quotations from the from the Gospels is uh, John ten ten. I come to give you life and all its fullness. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about that, He's come to give us everything. The full, the full yeah. lot, like, yeah. and all yeah. we got to do is just open up our hands and say, "Okay, here I am." And you know from your experience, and you've just shared with us how your struggles, uh, but your faith has brought you to a place now which 
uh, is coming through totally from you that that you're you're in union with the Lord and and you're happy. <laughs> and you're... Everyone says that they say I'm very I'm grounded in my faith and I'm very, you know. But it's not it's not easy. I mean it's it's like any relationship. You know we we do have to work work at it. You know and what we get back is just so much more than we're giving. You know. So tell me, what, what's the plans for the future for Sabrina, apart from hopefully uh, joining us a little bit more and, and come and see inspirations, but it, it can t- continue uh, being available for Radio Maria as well? Yeah, I, I, I love radio ministry. I absolutely love it. And I'm so, thank God that I've been given d- these opportunities, you know, and to, to get involved. And I love what I do in the church here in Tralee. And I, I the priests, I'm just so thankful for all the priests and their, their work and I cantering and um, helping out with the rosary and whatever I can do, I'm there. You know, anything I can do, I'm the Holy Spirit wants me to do. Well done. So, and and just before we go for our second piece of music, there. Yeah. Um. There's another little program that you become involved with on Radio Mirror every now and again. It's with, it's with Aidan Aidan O'Rourke. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you chat. Uh, Youth chat. Yeah. T- so they t- go. T- tell people about that. Yeah. So basically, um, we go through the youth youth catechism. Um, of the Catholic Church and it's a question answers um, book and it's it's really good so they'd be we could do like they could do two um, paragraphs <clears throat> could be like you know say 100 and question 160 and question 161 so it's all on the faith okay. and it's yeah, questions and answers and Father Eamon the priest director is there as well kind of overseeing everything so mixture of guests and a lot of interaction with people kind of texting in or whatsapping as well so and is it mostly young people? Um, well, I'm not very young, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're younger than me. <laughs> I, seem to, I seem to have been rubbed into it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the idea being there that... You know, it, yeah, it, young people, yeah. If people yeah. have a question, yeah. listen, I'm living in this day and age now, and this is what this says in the, in the catechism. Not so easy now to be able to live that. And, and I'm sure then with, with the people who are coming on and sharing their own experiences, similar to your own... Yeah. That, that people say, listen, do you know, Sabrina got through it. Like, and how did she get through it? Well, obviously, <laughs> she had the faith and she kept on plugging away there and trying to listen to the Holy Spirit and sometimes staying quiet when we like to turn on a bit of music and so on and so forth. Isn't that what it's all about? Oh, absolutely. And and, and I mean, I have my times as well. And I'm, you know, I'm like, am I listening to you properly, Holy Spirit? Do you know what I mean? There's, mm-hmm. there's always be that. You know, as well. So, yeah. And then, and then we get little confirmations of that. You know, when we, we might do. hear, yeah. hear yeah. somebody <clears throat> responding back to us, or we might hear, yeah. hear us. And, wow. Yeah. And it, it, the Holy Spirit will respond in such a way that you will never, you'll never think, you'll never know. You know, that you know, you know what I mean. You never expect that it will be this certain way. And it'll be done in, in the Holy Spirit's time, not in my time or your time. Very think, true. Yeah. And yeah. I think the other thing, uh, the, the, I think the other point is. You'll never be asked, Jesus and the Holy Spirit will never ask you to do something that, that you won't be able to do. No, that's the thing as well. No. Isn't that no. right? And, and, and our, our crosses will never be more than we, can, than we can handle. This is the thing that people need to remember. And I know that's a very, very difficult thing to say, but mm. no, we just, it's, it's very true. Well, very true. C- certainly uh, from what you've shared with us in terms of your own crosses and so on and so forth, um, the Lord has obviously given you big shoulders, I mean that physically, but I mean sh- 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 <laughs> shoulders to be able to carry that cross that you have. And I mean, obviously that, that, that comes through your faith. And comes through the the sharing of, of, of her faith, your nan with you. 
Yeah, and I suppose yeah. maybe at this stage we should also be thankful to God for for all the people who have helped us throughout the years, or our, or our nuns and our, our granddads and and our, our parents and our teachers and all those who contributed to strengthen our own faith and and give us the courage to be able to to continue on because sometimes it's not that easy. No, it's not. You no, know, you'd be particularly today as well. It's Ireland isn't today. isn't what it used to be. <gasps> but. Yeah. There is something out there and, uh, you know, as you find out yourself and thanks be to God, we, we do too, that that that, that, um, that there are resources out there, the Holy Spirit is working out there uh, and if we're open and keep looking, there's something that's waiting for us. And in terms of yourself, thanks be to God, uh, Catholic Radio seems to be what you're into and I, I'm interested in Catholic Radio too, so I'm not going to let you go oh, there. I love it. I'm not going to let you go there, Catholic so, I'm around, I go around the world, John, looking for all the Catholic radio. <laughs> don't go too far now. Don't, don't no. go too far away from us now. Anyway, no. listen, look, at this particular stage, we might go for our second piece of music. What, what piece of music would you like? I think it's a piece by Liam Lawton, I think it's ever. Yeah, it? I've chosen Liam Lawton and it's come to me because it's just been in, on my kind of, in, I've been singing it a lot lately. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. OK, let's listen to Liam Lawton, so come to me. Come to me with all your burdens Come and place your heart in mine Come and tell me all your worries My love for you will never die For I am full of compassion not be afraid. Come to me with all your burdens. I will never walk away. If you long for healing and your heart is full of Listen to my promise, the searching I am here. If you are despairing and the darkness still abounds, I will give you comfort, your heart I will surround. Come to me with all your burdens. Come and place your heart in mine. Come and tell me all your worries. My love for you will never die. For I am full of compassion. Do not be afraid. Come to me. Once more, 
I will not desert you in my heart's open Oh, man.